Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Yes, it is. 10 o'clock hour is our open home hour. We open up the lines for you, the Arizona homeowner. Anything you want to talk about your home, castle, or cabin, one 767 4348 one rosie for you when your auto attendant answers, just hit number one and bypass the message. That'll bring you right into the studio. Sweet Jennifer, we'll pick up your call, find out what your question is, and we'll get to it just quick as we can. Text messages can be sent to 411923, and you can email info at rosieonthehouse.com. And I think we have to start with the most interesting thing. The most interesting thing? Or intriguing. Okay, what could that be? Getting paid by the power company to control your thermostat you know this was a new a new program to me Romy. i was not familiar with it do you remember as a kid growing up we would try and teach y'all budgeting and y'all had your envelopes mm-hmm. and what was the one thing i told you was going to be a key to a fortune one idea that's right we're all just one idea from a fortune. Well, now at this ripe old age I'm at now, I've missed my idea. APS is now offering to take over the thermostat at your house and super cool for you. <laughs> and, and they're paying I'm this not person. kidding you. And, and yes, and they are, and they are paying you for the privilege of data collection, uh, it's APS Cool Rewards. I, I was not aware of this program, but a family member has signed up for it. And you get notified on your phone, we are now adjusting your thermostat two degrees up or down or whatever. And they're manipulating your temperature based on the power grid system and the temperature outside and the comfort settings that you like. And I think this is absolutely brilliant for the power company because they can help then manage their output. And if they, so they're, uh, oh. they're, they're more closely mirroring what is needed because it's just all based on, on historical data. We think we're going to need this much power, so we're going to make it. And it may hit the end of the transmission lines in Texas and just disperse. But do you? So this will help. But. Would I personally allow the power company to control my thermostat in my home? And and when they text you. That feels a little too much in your pockets to me. Sounds like big brothers watching you. Yes, yes. I said, well, does it bother you that the eye in the thermostat sees you walking down the hall naked at night? He says, no, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, I guess Uh, you get to that age where you you don't care anymore. But, uh, I mean, when, when we introduced the idea of supercooling, I actually had representatives of APS and air conditioning manufacturer companies call me and say, you're nothing but a big fat power hog. I said, yes, I am. <laughs> at, the, at the right time of day, I sure am. Uh, and, and then APS kind of got on board and said, no, I, I, I think he's onto something here. Uh, and the fact that this is the way all of power distribution is going to go. Uh, Steve, cap really should be getting like one-tenth of one cent for every penny that's saved by the power company 
and by the homeowners. If he just got one-tenth of one percent, and then if I just got one-tenth of what he got. <laughs> For promoting it? Yes. It's his idea, and you promoted it. I mean, it, we, we're, not, we're not only saving Arizona homeowners thousands and thousands of dollars. What is it? Somebody Google the cost of Palo Verde nuclear power plant. We've saved APS having to build another power plant. I want one-tenth of one percent or one-one-hundredth of one percent of that budget. And so the building cost of that power plant in today's dollars, you know, yeah. and today's technology, it's a whole lot different than what it was in the 70s when they built it or was you, it the you, 60s. You, but I would take... But I'd, 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 I'd settle for what it took in the 70s. That's okay, okay. If, I, if I just one tenth of 1% of that, I'd be okay with it. I'm not, I'm it's a not, replacement cost. I'm not a greedy man. But I've always tried to teach my kids and my employees that we're all one idea away from a fortune. And I've my, my idea made a fortune. It just didn't make it for me. <laughs> But I was, I'm glad to share it. So the APS Cool Rewards, take a look at it. Uh, just just Google APS Cool Rewards. You'll get on a website there, and you kind of explore the idea of letting them basically super cool your house automatically for you. And they text you, we are now doing this to your thermostat. Can we, can we get your family your member on, say, in September and October and see how that works? He, 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 I talked to him last night. It, this is new. He's only been on it for about a month or two. He says the other family member in the house noticed it was peculiarly warm uh, on one instance, but generally speaking, they are modest, super cool advocates. They don't do it to the degree I do it. Uh, but he says it, it's, it's, it, the comfort level is about the same, and we just have to see what the efficiency is going to be so that would that would be another good question how long could you go on it yeah you can opt out anytime to some so you could learn from them how they're super cool exactly and then say okay i've got this down i understand it i can do this myself take the eye in the sky y'all back out (laughs) back out of my house yeah and you know what um so that that's my that's that's my one idea. I always knew I had the one idea. I just didn't I just didn't farm it correctly. You to, have two to, ideas: to, super to cooling and this. A <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man, boy! Did you see the email that came in this week? What was it about the email this week? I literally, Romy, came. I almost teared up three times sitting at my desk reading the email. <laughs> we got some of the nicest, most complimentary email that I've ever had just about what our show means to people every Saturday morning. It was so, it was so humbling. One of the emails was from a longtime listener who recently moved from Buckeye to Gilbert. And there was a particular water treatment system in the new house. And he wanted to know what I thought of it. And it really brought up a lot of very big issues. I'm not going to name what equipment was there. But I just said, look, is it, error, is it Water Quality Associated certified? So I went on the website, and there's the logo, Water Quality Associated Member. Well, anybody can be a member. Is the equipment certified? Mm-hmm. So then I dug a little bit deeper, and I found out their equipment isn't Water Quality Certified. 
And then I got to talking to one of our Rosie certified water treatment people. And he, he says, well, Rosie, you're only doing part of the research because there, there's equipment out there for water treatment where just the gooseneck faucet on top of the kitchen is Water Quality Association certified. Your RO but dispenser. Not, but just, not, just, the, just this faucet. But not the equipment but filtering none of the, it. But none of the other equipment. So, you, so listen, when it comes to water treatment, I'm going to make it really easy for all of y'all. Just go to rosieonthehouse.com. There's three Rosie certified water treatment specialists in the state of Arizona. Don't waste your time. Just go to one or the, uh, or go to a couple of them. Have a couple of them come out and give you your opinion. Oh, and technically, man. there's four because yes. the Blaney's uh, own theirs independent, but it's still a Connecticut brand. Thank you very much. Well, I was talking last week about the longest lightning bolt ever recorded on the globe. It was recorded in Brazil in 2018. It was over 400 miles long. Let's bring in Mr. Bob Ross. We had lightning on a couple weeks ago. You can listen to that podcast at rosieonthehouse.com. And one element we didn't get to in that is surge protection because that's also hand-in-hand uh, hand with protecting your home from electrical surges that come in through the power lines. Welcome back, Mr. Ross. Thank you very much. We're always ecstatic to see, have you on. Hello? Yeah, hello. We're yeah. all looking at each other. I'm looking at it, too. <laughs> Who did what? That's not an EAS test, folks. <laughs> Operator error somewhere. <laughs> so, so anyway, this... um, with surge protection, you know, homes have now everything is solid state. <clears throat> and everything you get now is just um, smaller and smaller. So anything, any type of surge can damage a lot of stuff. And um, we also have other stuff now. We have satellite TV. You know, we have the computer wires coming in or phone wires coming in. So that's a big deal, even pole pumps. And when a surge comes in, you know, it goes underground and it can reach a lot of different homes. Or if you have a lightning strike, it'll do the same thing. So we, what we do is we put in a whole house surge protector, which goes into your main electrical panel. And... It, op- it opens and closes, and it discharges in five nanoseconds. Uh, it, it'll monitor your main panel on both sides. Anything over that, it'll open up, it'll discharge into ground, and it'll close back up again. And we also have uh, stuff for, um, let's say, like your pole pump, you know, like your telephone or like your com- computer. Anything you buy will say, we recommend surge protection. And a lot of the surge protectors that you get, um, they're basically, uh, all they do is store the surge. It's a capacitor. And so eventually it'll say either the light will come on or the light will come off, and then you have to replace it. Um, the type that we have, you know, again, it, it opens up, it discharges into ground, and then it closes again. So, so it's there for the lifetime. It can take any shot, and, um, you know, it doesn't store it, so it's not full. And um, it'll just monitor and monitor and just keep doing it. Even if it's a little surge, it'll open up and it'll discharge into ground and then it'll close, which eventually would save a lot of the uh, transistor stuff that you do have um, because even a small surge will heat it up and cool it off, heat it up and cool it off. So um, it shortens the lifespan. 
everything you plug into your home, air conditioning, appliances, electronics, every single thing, this is all protected by one surge protector that's placed out at the meter. This isn't strip that you plug in, and most of those aren't even rated to last past one surge. So you're Mm -hmm. bringing the protection to the exterior of your home, and like you said, you're also now protecting the data lines and you know cable lines if there's satellite any of those things coming in all of those surges are kept out so we've got clean electricity past the meter in our home constantly yes correct if if you do have a satellite tv what we do is we put uh, one up on the satellite so if the satellite got hit by lightning um this would uh, kill itself it's like a uh, fuse inside and it'll just kill itself so it'll stop the surge from coming into your home and i've got a text here asking would the surge protect solar equipment well it, it protects everything past the meter and your uh-huh. solar equipment is past the meter so absolutely yeah. it would it would protect that as well uh, i yeah, don't we, know why we put a lot of air we put a lot of air terminals on uh, solar panels too for would, that reason and I don't know why it's not a mandate that surge protectors should be installed on the home when they're built. I mean, that to me, that should almost be code. Basically, it really should, but people don't realize that. You know, and again, well, a long time ago, like the the uh, in the old days when you had a washing machine, you can hit that with a hand grenade and it would still run. <laughs> you know, but now even it, air conditioners, look how delicate they are. Most of this stuff now is solid state. Is, and, is you this, know, you could see how thin the wiring is and stuff. That can't take anything. Is this hand grenade a, a personal experience you're sharing with us? <laughs> Got a Another question for you here by text, Mr. Bob Ross, is whole house surge protection in addition to lightning rods? Uh, yes, it is. Um, th- because the, the lightning rods will protect a, a lightning shot from your house, but it, um, that's all it'll do. And you have to and ground that, that into the ground. You wouldn't ground that oh, yeah. back into the grid <laughs> that's, right. that a surge protector is protecting you from. Yes. Perfect. And if somebody was interested, you guys work, uh, have truck, will travel, and you can visit mm-hmm. lightningbusters.com or the phone number? Yeah, it's 480-229-2646. No shortages of surges right now, and a lot of those surges not, aren't even necessarily coming from the power companies themselves. It could happen from a disruption in the line from the storms, oh. somebody hitting um Knocking it, down a power, it should a be transformer. On, it really should be on every house. It really should be a code requirement. It is. It, I mean, think of what you got invested in just one television. And then you've got all the compressors on the refrigerators and the air conditioners, the swimming pool motor now. Swimming pool motor, you know, now they've mandated you use the efficient one. You got a couple grand invested in that swimming pool motor. And that's a great point. Bob, what's a surge protector cost installed? It's two fifty. That's like that's like uh, duh. (laughs) Good night. You can't can't even replace your computer or your TV for that. No, you can't. And Mm -hmm. and you're protecting your entire house. Bob Mm -hmm. Ross, lightning blusters. I I love talking 
to Bob. I'll never forget the time, the first time we ever had him on the air. A lady called me on Monday, and she says, and we had Bob on in the hot part of the year leading up Just to the monsoon, of the monsoon season. She says, I sat in my car, and it was 140 degrees. I couldn't get out. I couldn't quit listening to you guys. So, <laughs> all right, Bob. Thanks, buddy. Okay, thanks a lot. Yeah. Longest lightning bolt, 440 miles in Brazil, 19. Romy, that's from here to El Paso. <laughs> it takes six that's hours it. to drive to El Paso. 440-mile-long lightning bolt. Six boring hours to drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, is, it, is, it is pretty six boring hours. It you is just got to know the right stops to Woo! make along the way. Man. Chris is on the line, and she wants to talk to us about a water issue. How may we help you, Chris? Hi, folks. Uh, I have an old home built in 65. Um, had a slab leak, so it's been replumbed. Uh, several days ago, I noticed a wet spot in my dining room. Uh, and the carpet pulled it up, carpet, pad, everything was wet under there. This is on the other side of my kitchen counter, one of my kitchen counters. This would be on the east side, uh, east of my kitchen. I have a step saver kitchen, so it's like three steps across. Um, my sink is on the south side of my kitchen. My dishwasher is on the west side. All of my plumbing goes west in my house. Nothing goes east. Um, I, about a year, a little over, maybe, was told that I, by camera that I had a hairline leak uh, in the line going out of my kitchen sink into my laundry room again going to the west of my house. Two plumbers told me if it was them, they would not make a repair until my stink sink started to stop up, which it has not. It's draining fine. So I have not done the repair. Okay, hold on. Hold on one second right there, Chris. We've got to go to a bottom hour break. Don't go anywhere. I've got to sort through the sink on the west and the dishwasher on the south and the leak on the east. I'm drawing a map. I'm trying to figure this out. Give me the break. Maybe I'll have some ideas for you when we get back. Don't go anywhere. Man, oh man. It's been the big tease now for about a year. Ford Bronco's coming. Ford Bronco's coming. Hey baby, Ford Bronco, you can get ordered right now with your name on it at SandersonFord.com. I had a little family get-together at my house not too long ago. The neighbor walked over and said, You know, Rosie, when your family comes over, your front yard looks like a Sanderson Ford parking lot. My mama drives a Sanderson Ford. My sister drives a Sanderson Ford. The daughters that live in Arizona both drive Sanderson Ford. Jennifer drives a Sanderson Ford. I've got two Sanderson Ford pickup trucks. Romy shows up, and he shows up in all three of his Sanderson Ford vehicles. Everybody I know, everybody I love, I tell them, there isn't any reason to buy a vehicle any place else other than Sanderson Ford, the most award-winning Ford dealership in Arizona. Giving back to, they just distributed 60,000 Ford-manufactured 
personal protection breathing devices to the hospitals in our community. These are the kind of people you want to do business with. Yeah, my front yard looks like a Sanderson Ford parking lot, and I'm damn proud of it. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. If you'd like to join the conversation, when the auto attendant answers, there's a recorded message. Blah 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 blah. Just hit one, and you can skip all that and get right into the studio. We were talking with Chris, trying to trying to locate a, a little little leaky water. Chris, this last plumber that was telling you you wouldn't fix it till the sink clogged up. Were you trying to tell me that this leak is probably in the soil line, not in the supply line? Um, If I understand what you're asking me, it's it's on the floor, and since it's been replumbed, it it has to be coming, in my opinion, out of the the drain lines, you know, some way. You haven't you haven't had your house. drilled by a termite pest control company around the concrete have you no okay all right and and your house i'm sorry you said the house was built in 65 yes okay well here's what we need to do where where are you just give me uh major cross streets um 60 and mcclintock easy easy okay 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 listen chris um you, and you mentioned the word camera. Someone has sent a camera down your line? Yes, I got some some you know, white stuff on my brick. Um, had been there for a long time. Finally dawned me, oh, shoot, it's right underneath my kitchen sink. Could this be a problem? So I called a, a plumber out in the camera. That's when they said, yeah, there's this hairline crack there. Okay. Um, I, I called... Um, uh, an Arizona locating company okay. to see if they could come out. I have not been able to get any callback or response to my email since Monday. Okay, Chris, here's what you need to do. I'm I'm going to have someone from New Flow call you, okay? Uh, when you have a soil line, a drain line going bad, there's a couple ways you can do that to replace it. You can saw cut the concrete, destroy covering, make an unbelievably large mess inside your house, and literally replumb the drain line for your home. The other way is saw cut in a couple strategic places and use special equipment where they literally take new pipe and they pull it, cram it through where the old pipe was. It's called the pull-through method. There's another method where they actually show up with an epoxy liner. They put it down your soil and inflate it to get it back up to the diameter of the old pipe. It cures and dries. And now you have a restored soil line probably for the next 100 years. I was going to say, <laughs> if PVC... If they get it done seamlessly, <laughs> epoxy, you know, we don't know how long it'll last, but... And it, I'm... I'm telling you, Chris, I just went to this at my very own home. My home was built in 1965, and we were beginning to experience trouble. New Flow just finished relining our home Friday, and they send you a camera picture of what it looks like before 
Boy, that was gross. That was, and that was scary. And that was really, I mean, it, when you see the before, you're so scared. You're scared. Don't use that bathroom. Don't use that bathroom. Don't go use that bathroom. Just don't use that as this year's holiday car, okay? Oh, man. <laughs> and then they send you a picture of what it looks like when they're done. And you think, wow. Now, it means Jennifer couldn't buy the new leather couch she wanted. <laughs> Not yet. So Not all yet. that all that money got put into our sewer lines, but, but we don't have to worry about that now for a well, long time. Well, when she sits down now on that leather couch, when it finally comes, she'll be able to enjoy it you won't have without to worry. having to worry about the smell. Uh, or, or the backflow, <laughs> that's for sure. So, Chris, I'm, I'm going to tell you that new flow will come out there. You tell them you and I talked on the phone, on the radio. They will come out, and they'll send another camera down for free. It won't cost you a penny. And let's take a look at that film together, and then let's get a proposal from New Flow and see if that isn't going to be the most cost-effective way you can solve the problem. I've, I, have, I have become a big, big fan of New Flow. <laughs> anyway, and, you, you and can... I'll tell you, I learned about them. From a homeowner in Tucson in the Catalina Mountains, he said, my wife will not let me. It was a long house overlooking all of Tucson, and the sewer line went right down the hall, all all the way through the entire house. They would have had to saw cut three feet wide through all this tile. He said, look, my wife wouldn't do it. She was going to use, she she was going to have me park a J-John in the driveway before she let me saw cut that tile floor up. And I found these guys, and you ought to do some research on them. And so about six years ago, we kind of started doing some research on them. And I, 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 and then Greg Peterson, the urban farmer, used them at his house. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, anyway, let's finish the New Flow four-minute commercial. I, I didn't mean to do that. But I, I think that's Chris's best solution. And... From what I've been observing, I've been wondering, okay, so when when are we going to get a design that we don't put water and drain lines underneath our our, our concrete slabs? Well, where was, you could, we're one of the unique places that do that. Everybody else is up on stilts. You know? Where they have yeah. crawl spaces. Yeah. yeah, But having some kind of, you know, where it's maybe trenched on the outside and you've got a protective plate over the top and you would sleeve it coming into the house so if you ever needed to replace it you could just slide a new there you go tube in and and eliminate those problems so when you do need to upgrade and then then of course if if you're putting it in and uh you know this new flow it can go into the supply side so if you're running copper and you epoxy coat the inside like i said we don't know but i mean that that, that could be a 300 year it could system it could all right let's get to kim Kim's got another water problem. Let's see if we can take care of Kim. Good morning, Kim. One triple eight. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, guys. I bought our we bought our house about four months ago, and it was built in 1998. Um, the landscaping, uh, the water system for watering outside, is giving us. Uh, we've been told it's called water hammer. I've never heard of it before, <laughs> but I've had three. Um, um, I had a plumber out, I had landscapers out, nobody can seem to figure out why it's doing this, and it's loud. Like, I'm scared something, some pipe somewhere is going to break, and I'm going to have a big water problem. So I don't know what to do or who to even call. 
Well, well you're going to be so glad you called us. <laughs> I'm we, pretty we, glad I called because this has been going on for a while. No, this is easy to solve. We may not be able to identify what's causing it, but they make... Mm-hmm. We got to do a water pressure test first on yeah. the house. Make sure uh, we get... Oh, gosh, I just don't draw... Totally You'd like blank. to be under 70 pounds, 60, most plumbers, most plumbing manufacturing companies like 60. And that's something else I don't get. Why is it not code to put a water pressure regulator on a house when, when you're building it? So if you don't have a water pressure regulator, we need to get one of those installed. If that solves it, then, then great. Or if there's already one and we still have that problem, you put an air hammer arrestor on there. And you, you, know, you can either, if you know how to solder, you can do it yourself or you call a plumber and they do it. Yeah. And it's basically a pressure chamber so that when the water spring shuts loaded. off spring and yep. all of that pressure comes in, this can, canister is that shock absorber for all that water hitting. And it'll keep that from that, that air hammer from happening. And, and I, I think the Sioux Chief is the brand that makes it. And I think they're 30, 40 bucks. Yeah, that's it. Now, now Kim, the landscaping control valve is causing the problem and that's that's not unusual can you tell which particular station is causing the problem every time it switches from one zone to the next it happens okay that's that's good it's good because we can all because we can solve it with just one arrester at the vacuum breaker that feeds the valve box. This is going to be easy. You're going to be so glad you called us. This is what we do. We mm-hmm. solve the unsolvable. Kim, we've got it's your phone call. number. We've got your phone number. Okay. We've got your name. Uh, we're going to call you uh, at the end of the show, and we're going to tell you who we want you to call to come over and get this dilemma solved. Because you are right. That is, ex- It's hard on your plumbing system to be going through that kind of a racket. You know, you can't be making that much noise without hurting something. And you're just, it, it is an air hammer. You're slamming pressure back and forth inside your plumbing line. And it is, it will cause a problem. Now, they've only been in the house a little while. The other thing I'd like Kim to do is call the prior owner and say, was this a problem when you were in the house? Because <laughs> uh, if, if something has changed, if y'all have changed something, uh, we could take a look at that as well. But if it's something they've been dealing with forever, um, pressure regulator, Sioux Chief's hammer, air hammer arrestor, and you're done. Bada bing, bada boo. Just got a text message from a listener. Says, listen to the program and have a authentic garage doors at my home right now. Putting on a new one. Old one has seen its day. All right. <laughs> Using a Rosie on the House certified partner. Listen to the radio broadcast. Thanks for spending your Saturday morning with us. You know, I love helping people. And you you were telling me that our video on how to secure French doors is almost up to 100,000 views. It is. And you want to talk through how that's done. And then I'll talk about the questions people are now asking in addition to that. I just want people to go see the video because it is so easy for me to break into your house. It would scare you to death. And I don't want to scare you. But if you have double French doors, I can get in your house in less than 10 seconds. Go watch the video and you will stop me or anybody else that tries to get in. And how much is it going to cost to secure the door? 
probably nothing. You probably have what you a need. A zinc-coated screw laying yeah, yeah, around the yeah, house somewhere. Two zinc-coated screws. Uh, you probably have it sitting in your garage already. Get to rosyonthehouse.com and watch that video, Securing Double French Doors. And then the question people are asking past that is, well, what about what if they just smash the glass and reach in and unlock the the handle at that point and let themselves in? Well, there's a couple things you can do there. You can install a deadbolt that you need a key to unlock from the inside. Now, double cylinder. Fire departments don't really like that if they're trying to exit the house fast and they can't find the key and everything. But, uh, you know, if you were running away from a fire, you would throw yourself through that glass pretty easily <laughs> and then get out that way. Or there are security laminates that you can't break. It's incredible. The That's right. Ace security laminates, you can order it online. They'll ship it to you in sheets, cut it out, put it over the glass. Now, the glass will break. But the security laminate holds it together so you can't penetrate through Put your through hand it. through it. The CEO of the company has a video of himself getting into a vehicle with this on the windshield, having uh, AK-47 shot at the window, emptying a 30-round clip, and then steps out. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, gentleman, email in. John was listening at the beginning of the hour about supercooling, and he says, what if my house doesn't cool past 72 degrees? Then what? Well, you just go as low as you can, and it sounds like you need an energy audit yeah. to see why it why it's not retaining that energy. Yeah, if, if, that if, if your air. home isn't built well enough, to store the cooling, then super cooling won't work for you. You have to have a reasonably well-built home. Or upgrade a couple of, you know, insulation here or there. An energy audit will tell you where your biggest voids are, and you can attack those one at a time from, you know, either most critical to repair or, you know, whatever currently fits your budget and use, you know, tackle it one step at a time. There you go. Gives you the strategic approach to conquering your high summer bills. The unstrategic approach is just throwing money at promises marketing people make you about how much money they're going to save you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Well, I saw something interesting. Did you see that June was the highest monthly gain in new home sales since they started tracking it? In 1968. Oh wait, Rome, you wait, wait. That's good news. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, a, a ban on good news. <laughs> you can't say anything good right now uh, on the radio or in TV or in news broadcasting. No good news is allowed. Well, that's why people tune into Rosie on the house for the good news, <laughs> for the light right. at the end of the that's tunnel. That's right. We're the break in their week. That's for sure. Most new home sales since 1968. Mm-hmm. In a month, in one month. And rock 'em, sock 'em, baby. Wow. I love it. Yeah. The uh, Energy Storage Association estimates the current. Uh, we're currently at 18 gigawatt hours of energy storage on the grid. And by just within a few years, by 2025, 20, 
They expect that to be up to 231 gigawatt hours of storage capacity. Storage that the grid will have to work in as a as a factor of, of energy generation and you know power supply. Most people are familiar with Tesla when you talk about batteries and solar, you know, Tesla's the, the premier name, but have you heard of Core K O R E power? I have not. I wanted to highlight them because right now they're out of Idaho and they're the only global battery supplier that's building a manufacturing plant in the US specifically for batteries to be used in the US. They they just got my allegiance. That's awesome. <laughs> and core. it made me think. Core. core. C-O-R-E. Okay, K- no, K-O-R-E. K-O-R. Okay, I'm going to remember that. Okay. Out of Idaho. And it started thinking, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with Metro Center, but, I mean, the shopping mall's closed down. You've, you've got a huge manufacturing building right there already ready. Yep. Yep. You know, how, how long is it going to be before Paradise Valley Mall closes down? Fiesta Mall's gone, too. Fiesta Mall. Instead of demoing them, I mean, to me, these are perfect. I don't know if it's zoned right. You're, you'd have to get a. Well, you got to be careful because right now they're the only gym you can use. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you go to those <laughs> when you go to those malls, it's everybody doing laps. I mean, that's the only gym that's available right now. Hey, what's your takeaways from today's show? Eight o'clock. Greg Peterson, urban farmer, composting. What did you learn that hour? Takes six months to get a good compost going. And you, you've got to have a well-balanced mix of greens and scraps. It's odor-free and it's bug-free. I was worried it might draw roof rats. It doesn't when it's done correctly. And, boy, when it's done correctly, it's beautiful. You just pull it out of the bottom of that container and put it in there and intermingle it to your garden. It's absolutely luscious. I'm going to call Chip Drop. Get all that mulch delivered back there where your puppy's torn up my yard. That'd be a great way to to mend that, huh? Did you hear how many tons Greg said you get at one time? Yeah, it'd be awesome. (laughs) Okay. Okay, well, you get a wheelbarrow for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nine o'clock hour. Backup generators, I'm going to spend a couple grand on a generator. I'm I'm generator backed up, baby. That is a commitment with it that I'm going to make, that's for sure. It's the biggest reason I know to buy a home that's dual energy. You got the natural gas plumbed in. Bada bing, bada boom. 10 o'clock hour, 250 bucks. Save all your electrical components with a whole house surge protector. And it doesn't age out. That lasts forever, folks. Forever. Call Bob Ross at Lightning Busters. Rosie on the house.com between now and next Saturday. We'll see y'all 8 a.m. sharp.